Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. It is so wonderful to get to be here with you today. I'm actually coming to you live today from North Carolina. I'm in North Carolina for a speaking engagement. I'm super excited. I get to connect with um, just hundreds and hundreds of brand new people that I've never gotten to speak to before. I am absolutely honored to get to be here. It is a beautiful, crisp, sunshiny day in North Carolina, and I am ready to help you get your day of life started right. Here we go. The title of today's episode of the Big Life devotional podcast is Out of My Hands. Out of a desire to do great things for God, do you ever get like a little bit jealous that some people get to do seemingly bigger and better things than you? Isn't it funny how our servant's heart can get a little bit warped in serving and make it more about us than about God? I'm going to be completely vulnerable here and honest about my twisted heart. I can be in it for the right reasons, and then I attach my ego to it, and I stay in it for the wrong reasons. If I started it, well, I want to be the one to get to finish it. If I planted it, I want to harvest it. If I had a part in the work, then... I want a part in the reward. And if it was mine, then I want it to stay mine. And what God has been showing me is my clenched fist on what he blessed me to be part of hinders the flow of what he wants to do next. And that leaves me to come to terms with what God does next might very well have absolutely nothing to do with me. Am I the only person who gets attached to their role in a much bigger picture? Is it only me who can feel a little butthurt when God takes what I've been part of and he passes it on to the next person to continue? (laughs) Nah, it can't just be me. It's you too, right? What have you been holding on to? that God has been asking you to let go of? Who have you been holding on to that God is trying to work on without you? Will you hold on and hinder the growth or will you let go so God can take this beyond your reach? You played an active role for a season. But when the season changes, so does the work. And different work requires different people. Are you okay when God calls a different person to continue the work in a new season? My husband and I adopted two little girls from an orphanage in Mexico. We brought them home with us when they were four and a half and six years old. 
Now, I had absolutely nothing to do with planting them in this world. I didn't birth them. I didn't nurse them. I didn't rock them to sleep. I didn't teach them to walk or talk. That wasn't my role. It wasn't my season. God used me for something different. I took them to school. I tucked them in at night. I fixed their hair. I taught them to dance. I taught them to drive. I taught them to work. I taught them to trust and to pray and to love. And now our little girls are all grown and God has shown me this is a new season. As our youngest struggles to find her way in the world and has been away from our family for many years now, I had a humbling conversation with God. And he said to me, Pamela, you won't be the one who saves her. But God, what do you mean? Like, I'm her mama. Why wouldn't you use me to save her? And I held on so tightly in the beginning, it caused more harm than it did growth. I not only wanted to be the one who would save her, I needed to be the one who would save her. And looking back, I realized that it became more about me than about her. My ego, my role, my broken heart, my need, me. And the more I said, Lord, Me, me, the more the Lord said to me, no, me. One of my spiritual mentors shared the lessons of 1 Corinthians 3, verses 5 through 9 with me. Let's read that together again. 1 Corinthians 3, verses 5 through 9. Uh, It says, after all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believed the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seed in your hearts and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants And the one who waters work together with the same purpose, and both will be rewarded for their own hard work. For we are both God's workers, and you are God's field, you are God's building. When you understand your role in God's work, you can release the work and know that the result is actually not up to you. This means that your worth is no longer tied to the outcome. Your value is not found in what you can produce or how you can perform. You are a co-worker in God's greater plans. You don't get to control the growth. You get to play your role in a much bigger picture. And here's the truly beautiful thing about loosening your grip on the outcome. You can focus on your role in the process. All God is asking you to do is be available for the task he has called you to. Nothing more, nothing less. You will not finish this. 
That's what Jesus does. I will not finish this. Jesus will. And now I can be grateful for the little role I get to play. And I can rejoice over the continued work God does through other hands. When he takes it out of your hands, you pray for the hands he will use next. And know this, he will use someone else next. And you can get out of the way. You are a servant You have a servant assignment. Honey, just fulfill your assignment and loosen your grip. You get to play a role in what God is doing, but God is the one making it happen, not you. This really isn't about you. This isn't about how bad you are or how great you are. This is about a great, big, powerful God who is doing a supernatural work and he's invited you to play a role in it for a season. You are not the center of this process. I needed to hear that. Do you need to hear that? You are not the center of this process. That is God's position. You are not responsible for saving anyone or anything. You are here to plant the seeds God has given you. You're here to water some seeds that you didn't plant at all. You're here to pick the weeds and fields that you seemingly just stumble into. But you're not here to make it grow. God does the growing. God does the changing. Oh, maybe you'll get to witness it and maybe you don't, but that shouldn't keep you from fulfilling your role in God's work. And here's what I've come to learn about letting go of seeds you planted or moving on from fields you watered. God is faithful to continue his work. God will do what only God can do. God will use other hands of available servants to continue the work you were blessed to be part of. You will receive your reward for the work he asked you to do. But you will only receive stress and overwhelm from the work you hold on to when he asked you to let go of it. Why do we hold on? Isn't it our ego? Isn't it our pride that says, no, I want the reward for this work? Isn't it our selfishness that says, we want to be part of the next season too? All of this takes our focus off the work God has called us to do. If we will focus on what God is asking us to do now, we will find peace like never before. If he's brought it to you to work on, then girl, work. Do your part. Be available and give nothing but your best. And when God takes it out of your hands and he passes it to the next person, you will then have peace knowing you did just as God asked you to do. And you won't have to chase what God is moving on because God is actually bringing you to your next field for your next servant assignment. God will reward you for the role you play. 
play it well, play it faithfully, and then open your hands and let God use other servants to continue the work. When you fulfill your role the best you can, you can have complete peace when the work outgrows you and flows to the next hands. So what is it that God is saying to you now? Is he reminding you that this really isn't about you? Is he showing you how he has a specific role for you to play? Is he asking you to stop trying to do all of this on your own? Is he revealing your ego that has been in the way? Is he asking you to open your hands and stop holding on so tightly? Is he whispering promises of a beautiful harvest if you will just water it? Is he preparing you for blessings you didn't even plant? Is he asking you to plant blessings that will outlive you? What an honor it is to be part of God's work. He didn't need a single one of us, and yet he invites us to be part of these supernatural unfoldings of his power that flows through us. His love moves us. His plan guides us. Philippians 2 verse 13 says, For it is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. The energy you receive to get up and do your work today, that's God's energy. God himself is working within you to fulfill your role in his good plans. The Passion Translation says it like this, God will continually revitalize you, implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. Yes, God will make you passionate about your role in his work. Whether you're planting or watering or picking weeds, he will give you the passion for your role. Stay in your role. Let others fill their roles. Your identity is not tied to this harvest. That is God's work. Only God can grow this, and only God can change them. Only God can make this so much more than it is, and he will. Just play your part. Do the work he has assigned you to do, and keep your hands open. You are not the center of this. The result, the harvest, is not yours. Play your role. Do your part. And open your hands. Did that speak to you today? It can't only be me. (laughs) All right, may I pray with you? Come on, join me. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for waking us up today. Thank you for giving us a brand new day of life. We are grateful to receive this day. Thank you. Lord, I just thank you for the invitation to be part of such a big work. Thank you for choosing us, for working through us, for just giving us your power, your energy, your strength, your love 
to be part of this. Lord, please forgive us when our ego gets in the way, when our pride gets in the way. Forgive us for how we hold on to things and and we want the harvest. When you just designed us to maybe plant some seeds or to water some seeds, Lord, help us to recognize our role in this and be grateful that we just get to play a role in it. Lord, we open our hands. We trust you. We give this all back to you. It's all yours. Thank you for inviting us to be part of it. Lord, I'm so grateful for everyone you've brought to hear this today. I pray over their families. I pray that you would meet them right where they're at, Lord. Provide for them. Give them what they need for today. I ask for your protection over our families. I thank you so much. You are so good to us, and we are so grateful. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope that God's Spirit is just moving and working in these words um, to do what only He can do, that He is moving and working in your heart. And I pray that it just hits you right where you most needed it. Maybe you didn't even know you needed it. Um, ah, That's just what God does. Have a beautiful day of life, my friends. I would love to meet you again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.